Ross, that's your name, please. Rick Wagamots. How old are you, sir? I'm 28 years old now. Tell us, please, um, are you presently enrolled in school somewhere? Yes, I'm enrolled at North Carolina State University on the sophomore. All right, and you're pursuing what career? Uh, I'm pursuing a chemistry degree. I haven't exactly decided on my career path yet. All right, tell us, back in 2001, where were you living? I was living in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Doing what? I was uh, an active duty soldier uh, in the United States Army. I did live off post, though. All right, and you hailed what rank? Uh, at the time of my uh, inactivation, I was a PFC, E3. All right, and you um, left the military when? I left military on March 8th, 2002. All right, now, um, during this time period back in 2001, um, did you have a website? Um, my image and information about me was on a website. Yes, a website. And in regards to that website, um, did you have a different name? Yes, ma'am. What name? Brad. Okay. Tell us, please, um, when did you begin having an image of yourself and information about yourself? being? When, when, did, when did you place that on the website? Or when did you have it placed there? Um, actually, it's not placed by me, but when it did appear on the website, it was probably in about March of 2001. All right. And what was the purpose of that, sir? Uh, the purpose is it's a it was a mail for mail escort review site. Um, it's run by a third party, but not by myself. I had no direct impact on the site, although I did benefit from it. Okay, tell us, please. Um, when you say a mail for mail uh, escort site, um, what types of things were posted on the website um, with your name attached to? It? Uh, uh, what happens is various clients who have hired me uh, over any given time uh, write in reviews of their experience with me. Right. Um, so that's basically what it is. Okay, and you began conducting this type of activity, would that be in March of 2001? Around that time, yes ma'am. And when you engage in that same type of activity on throughout the year of 2001? Yes ma'am. Okay. Now, um, how did that work as far as when people would get information about you from the website? How did you then go communicating specifically with those individuals and then actually being hired by those individuals? As I said, since I benefit directly from the website, even though I don't run it, people could see my email address on the website. Uh, more than likely, they would either call me or email me some email requests and some more information about my services. Okay. And uh, what types of services did you perform? Oh, wow. That's that's pretty broad. Uh, basically, it's a, a companionship uh, for other males of legal age. All right. Um, and did that involve sexual activities? Uh, sometimes it does. Okay. What types of sexual activities, sir? Oh, just about anything under the sun. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know exactly how much the court wants me to go into detail, but... Uh, uh, well, it would be a... Well, what you answer the question? That's my answer. <laughs> What, Just got anything out of the sun? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Safely. Um, safely, I might add. Sir, safely. Safely. I understand. Yes, uh, may I approach the witness? Yes. Yes. I'll show you. Sorry. Exhibit 28A. Now, you might not be familiar with this envelope, but I'll show you some papers that have come from it. First, I'll take a look, please. It states the 28A1. Do you recognize that? Yes, ma'am. It's me. Okay. Look through these um, materials that have been paper clipped together to see if you recognize the information and the pictures um, on these papers. 
case, ma'am, I recognize them. What are they? Uh, they're various reviews and pictures of me from the uh, Mail for Mail website. And does that accurately depict the um, representations on the website as you remember them to have been back in September of 2001? Yes, ma'am. Your Honor, at this point in time, I move to introduce State's Exhibit 28A1 into evidence. Objection. Objection All right. Now, you mentioned as far as the website, first of all, that you went by the name Brad. Yes, ma'am. Is that depicted on the face of this? Yes, your, your website name? Yes, ma'am. And it says Raleigh. Yes. Okay, now why would it have said Raleigh? Uh, mainly because Fayetteville wasn't a very active area, and I mainly worked in the Raleigh Durham Chapel Hill area. All right. And there's um, some photographs here. Are these photographs of you? Yes, ma'am. Okay, now I notice here that your face in the photograph is not showing. How, how did you all accomplish that? Oh. Uh, I, be I believe that the picture I sent to various clients who didn't send in my picture, I, I had digitized my face on there so my identity would not be revealed. All right. Not the case anymore, right? right, right. Now, look here. There's some reviews here. I believe seven of those um, sent on different dates um, about you. Those reviews you were speaking of were people that had been with you would actually write in to say what they thought about their experience. Yes. Now, also, um, sir, I, I want you to look at some other documents that have come from this envelope marked 28A. Tell me if you recognize 28A1, excuse me, 28A2, 28A3, 28A4, 28A5. Look at those papers, please. See if you recognize those. Yes, ma'am. Okay. What are they? I believe they are email correspondences uh, with uh, someone identified as MP writer. Okay, now, do you remember when you became familiar with or, be, or when you were contacted by a person with the name MP Wright? Yes, ma'am. Approximately when would that have been? Uh, I believe it was in August of 2001. Uh, somewhere around then, it has been about two years. So. Do you remember how, how you were initially contacted by that individual? I believe it was by email. All right, now, with that in mind, then, could you tell us, please, sir, um, what the purpose of that email, the first one, if you can remember. Well, I object to what the purpose was. Email speak for itself. Oh, just so I'm clear, you're talking about this. this yes, yeah, so those here. right now, and then I'm going to show you some more. Okay. Um, I, I believe it was just uh, conversations back and forth on an email correspondence, trying to get to know me a little bit better and a little bit of you know friendly jabbing about me. Okay, now is that the type of thing that, um, was that pretty much the normal course for the type of services that you provided you would get to know somebody first and then perhaps um, come up with some type of a, a deal? Yes, ma'am. I'd like to show you another packet of emails. Now, some of these emails will be duplicative, and there may be some others there. See if you can recognize each of the materials that are put together there, States Exhibit 169. And you're on why he's looking at those. I moved into these states exhibit 28A2, 28A3, 28A4, and 28A5 in evidence. Yes, I recognize them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. Objection to the rule. It's allowed. You do recognize these, this set of emails? Yes, ma'am. How do you recognize these? Uh, there are other email correspondences with the same person. Okay. Do all of these represent um, correspondence with the same person? 
with the same yes, ma'am, with the with the same email address. Yes. Now, do you actually remember these emails? Was there anything about that particular MP writer that caused you to remember this um, series of emails? Yes, ma'am. What about it? Well, I was, as I said, I was active duty at the time, and the beginning of the email is from MP writer. Uh, so, when you're active duty, the first thing I didn't I didn't know the person in the courtroom today. I just saw MP, and I thought it meant military police. And so it, it definitely stuck in my head that this was someone who I wanted to take notice of. Did it worry you? A little bit at first, yes. All right. Your Honor, at this point, child moved to introduce Texas at 169 of the evidence. It's allowed. Now, Mr. Waldman, so you think you first had contact from a person who you now know was Michael Peterson back in August of 2001? Uh, I can't say as, can as best I can remember, yes, ma'am. Now, you all contacted each other back and forth approximately how many times by, by way of the computer? I'm guessing about 20 different email correspondences by either myself or this person back and forth. Okay, now you've mentioned that at least one of the, the initial purpose was getting to know each other a little bit better. Um, did the emails turn out to be something a little bit different than that? Um, or did you all um, discuss anything other than just trying to get, know, get to know each other? I mean, as far as I can, without directly looking at them, as far as I can recall, it was basically the same as many other clients who contact me. They, you know, they'd want to get to know me about my life, about, you know, just, they want to be safe, so they want to get to, to know me to make sure that I, I'm a, a straight, straight guy. Okay, well, what's that mean? Well, it just, as in, a, I'm not a, a, a gangster, someone who's going to rob them. I'm a, you know, clean cut professional who's going to have, uh, they're going to have a good time with me. All right, now... A lot of the emails, did they deal with that type of thing? Just yes. casually getting to know each other? Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, was there one email in particular where the name Dirk Yates was um, communicated to you? I believe there was, yes, ma'am. Do you remember the content of that email from Mr. Pierce? Uh, yes, I, vaguely. I remember that uh, the email had something to do with uh, asking me whether or not I had ever heard of Dirk Yates. And had uh, you? I had, yes. All right. And, and what did you know or who did you know Dirk Yates to be? I believe he is uh, a man who produces videos of guys who are either active duty military or have since left active duty. Doing what? Um, porn. All right. Um, were there some suggestions made to you by Mr. Pearson that you should contact Dirk Yates? Yes, there was. All right. Now, other than the emails, sir, did you all talk um, in any other mode of communication? I believe, since we've talked earlier, that I, I had one phone call conversation with him of significant nature, and there were two other phone calls uh, that looked like voicemail, from what I can tell from the records. Do you remember whether Mr. Peterson called you or whether you called him? I don't remember, but usually it's them calling me. Them meaning your clients? Yes, ma'am. May I approach the witness? Yes. I'll show you an exhibit, States Exhibit 174. 
Now, you may not recognize this account, but at any rate, let me turn on further. We'll stipulate the disability of 174. Thank you. I'm going to introduce states in 174 in evidence. Sir, would you agree with me that this is a phone bill on the name of Kathleen Hunt Peterson? Yes, ma'am. face the phone bill? Yes, ma'am. All right. And in looking here at the content of the bill, do you see call number 14 here, Wednesday, August 29th? Yes. And Fayetteville, North Carolina? Yes. Do you recognize your, well, I guess that's your old phone number? Yes, ma'am. 910-308-0190. Yes, that's my old phone number, yes. Okay, and that call was how many minutes? Two minutes. All right, do you see another entry here, line 15, Wednesday, August 29th at 5.03 p.m., the first one being at 5.01, then 5.03 p.m. Once again, do you recognize your phone number? Yes. And that call was what, of what duration? Seven minutes. All right, then finally, entry 22, Wednesday, September 5th. Of course, all these are going to be 2001. Do we agree with that? Yes. At 3.17 p.m., you recognize your phone number again? Yes. And that call shows what length? One minute. Now, Mr. Waterman, in conjunction with your dealings with Mr. Peterson, did you um, actually send him a picture of yourself? Uh, yes, ma'am, I did. What purpose? Uh, usually anybody who's contacting me likes to know what they're getting. Okay. May I approach him again? Yes. This is a packet of materials marked Texas at 170, and you may not specifically recognize this entire packet, but look at 170A. Do you recognize that? Yes, I'm the man in the middle. Okay. And now, do you know how this photograph might have come into Mr. Peterson's possession then? I would have had to send it to him. Okay. And do you remember doing that? I don't specifically remember it, but I'm not disputing it. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now, during your um, conversation with Mr. Peterson, did you all actually even discuss a price for your services? I believe we did. And what was the price that you quoted him? I believe it was $150 per hour. Okay. Was that your normal um, price that you would have for most any client? In the beginning of my short career, yes. Okay. You talk about this career that we're speaking of in that yes, prostitution career. Oh, okay. Sir, I, um, I do prefer to call it escort. Escort. Excuse okay. Me. Thank you. Okay. I'm sorry. I was using legal terminology. It's okay. During the course of your conversations with Mr. Peterson, whether it be by phone or by computer, um, did he ever mention his wife? I believe he did, yes, ma'am. Do you remember what he said about his wife, wife, if anything? Yes, in one of the email correspondences, I believe he said something to the effect that he had a great marriage, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, a great marriage, and he had a lot of warmth and affection for his wife. All right. Now, did you all have any type of communication, uh, whether it be by computer or by phone, about how it was you all were going to hook up together without his wife knowing it? Or whether his wife would know it? I don't remember any discussions about whether his wife would or would not know. I mean, it, it may be in the emails, but I do not recall that. Um, we were to hook up, I believe, on September 5th, 2001. All right. Now, were you going to meet him somewhere here in Durham, or was he coming to where you were? Uh, I was going to come up to Durham. And do you know where you were supposed to go? I, I believe that I was supposed to either go to his house or to a, another 
house that he had. Whatever it was, it was his house. Right. Was that the normal course of business for you to go to another person's house, or how did you normally go about doing this? I wouldn't call it normal. I would say it's about a 50-50 split between men who would like to see me at their residence and men who would like to see me at another venue, such as a hotel. Tell us, please, um, did you all actually discuss what you were going to do when you when you were to get together on September 5th of 2001? Yes, ma'am. And what were you all planning on doing? Uh, having sex. What type of sex, sir? Uh, you know? Well, I say it, I guess. Anal sex? Okay. Did you get together with him on September 5th, 2001? No, ma'am. Well, what happened? Uh, I was. I had made this appointment on September 5th at around 9 o'clock that night. That's when it was supposed to happen. Uh, the only reason I was coming up to Jerome was because I was leaving on a flight the next morning to Palm Springs on September 6th. From when Raleigh I got, Durham Airport? Yes, ma'am. That's why I would be close to his residence. Um, when I, I had a very long day, and when I got up there that night, I just said, you know what, I'll talk to him when I come back. I'm just tired, and I want to go to Palm Springs. So I didn't go. So you just simply didn't contact him back at all? I, didn't, I do not realize. I do not think I contacted him that night. I do have found out that I contacted him about 25 days later to apologize for not showing up. Well, after you contacted him to apologize to him for not showing up, did you have further communication? No, ma'am. Why not? I believe he did not email me back. Okay, is there anything extraordinary about that, about just simply losing contact with somebody after that period of time? I wouldn't say it was extraordinary. Uh, I I mean, as far as your escort business or the type of contact you would have with different... Right. If, if someone was actually serious about hooking up with me, I would have expected to gotten a, a barrage of emails from them saying, where the hell were you? I was there, you know. But this didn't happen in this case, so I can only assume that it might not have ever happened. All right. Did you intend for it to happen? I intended for it to happen, yes. I would like to move into evidence states exhibit 170A. And at the conclusion of all questioning, I'm going to ask that these exhibits be published to the jury, but we wouldn't necessarily need to do that at this point in time. And I have no further questions. All right. Yes. Mr. Uh, good morning. We, we've met before. Yes, sir. Um, at the time that uh, you were doing this, I think you said you did it for a while while you were in the Army. Yes. And your purpose in doing this was what? I needed to save money for my education. And Miss um, Black asked you about these uh, reviews that you got, and, and I've read them. Uh, and it, I noticed that a number of them were from married men. Is that right? Yes, sir. Um, was was that an unusual occurrence for you to have or plan to have sexual relations with married men? To the contrary, I mean, married men are in the majority of most of the clients that I saw when I was an escort. With regard to the the kinds of men that you you uh, tended to have escort relationships with, can you give us some uh, indication of? of their professions, for example? Sure. Usually they're, they are professionals because my fees were quite high. Um, I saw doctors, attorneys, uh, one judge. <laughs> um, it was not 
this joke. <laughs> I, th I think we can stipulate to that. <laughs> is, is, it, is it fair to say that the men who you would see were bisexual as opposed to being homosexual? In my opinion, I would be, go so far as to even say that they were predominantly straight with minor homosexual tendencies. And just so the jury's clear, uh, when we're talking about bisexuality versus homosexuality, can, can you define what we're talking about there? Sure. Um, homosexuality, in my opinion, I'm not a scientist, is someone who can only emotionally become attached to someone of the same sex. Uh, someone who is bisexual is someone who, uh, in my experience, can only be atta attached emotionally to someone of either sex, but might have sexual relations with both sexes. And did a number of the men, married men who you had sexual relations with, have wives who knew they were bisexual? Uh, I believe most of them did from my experience. In your experience, was it unusual for a wife married to a bisexual man to know that he was bisexual? Not at all. You, you mentioned this email that Mr. Peterson sent you in which he expressed uh, his very strong feelings for his wife. Um, was it unusual for a bisexual man using your services to be in a happy marriage? Not at all. Most of the men who would see me would uh, have their time with me and then go back to their happy, healthy lives. Um, Obviously, what, what we're discussing here are your escort services in exchange for money. Yes, sir. Was there any romantic relationship involved between you and Mr. Peterson? There's never any romantic relationships involved with anyone who I saw. Was there any kind of personal relationship involved between you and Mr. Peterson? No, sir. Was that even on the radar screen? No, sir. I believe in you. In one of the emails, it was very explicit that there would be no emotions involved, no personal relationships involved. It was strictly physical. And just so we're all clear, you have never had any kind of sexual relations with Mr. Peterson, have you? That's correct. I've never even met him. And you were shown some phone records. Do you have any recollection of the phone conversation? I'm not disputing him, but the phone, co phone conversations were about two years ago, and I do not recall them. They were that insignificant. Now, Is that the photo you sent me? 
Yes, sir. Your Honor, at this time I'd ask uh, that uh, this photo uh, be shown to the jury so they could see what was sent to my client. Thank you. Um, I noticed in looking at States Exhibit 169 that uh, all but one of these emails occurred in about a four or five day period between August 30th of 2001 and September the 5th of 2001. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And uh, the last email on September 5th was the one was one where Mr. Peterson was indicating he was confused about when you were going to be coming up to the triangle. Yes, sir. And then you just never showed up. That's correct. Uh, and uh, you never heard from him after that. That's correct. Uh, and then on September 30th, you sent him an email. Yes, I did. Uh, and you explained in that email why you hadn't come up to meet him. Yes. Um, and he didn't respond to that. No, he didn't. Uh, and are there some percentage of the people who you have email correspondence with that you just never hook up with for one reason or another? That happens quite a bit. Sometimes they're more interested in the communication than meeting. Certainly, I mean, a lot of guys are certainly interested in hooking up, but others just want to get to know a military man and uh, find out about him and get information about me, and it, it never goes beyond cyberspace. All right. After that email on September the 30th of 2001 that you sent to him, did you have ever have any further contact with Michael Peterson? No, sir. Or anyone using the name MP Writer? No, sir. Via email or in, or in any other way? No phone calls, no email. Nothing in person? No, sir.
contacting me to uh, see if I could talk to the DA's office about whether they really needed to call you. Yes. Uh, and did I tell you that uh, I would draft an affidavit incorporating what you and I discussed? Yes, sir. And did I then email you a draft of that affidavit? Yes, I made a few corrections and then I sent it back to you. And is Defendant's Exhibit 177 uh, a copy of the email as you corrected it and sent it back to me? It is, sir. And is there anything in there uh, that is not 100% the truth? Everything is 100% true. Offer uh, Defendant's Exhibit 177 to Now, the last paragraph of this well can you read paragraph 18 and then paragraph 19 the record for the jury yes sir although I realize that I have a duty to testify under appropriate circumstances I have never had any sexual relations with Michael Peterson nor did I ever meet him I have no recollection of ever talking to him on the telephone or in person I had a roommate who had access to my computer and my password in August and September of 2001, and I cannot even testify under oath that I recall all of the emails I have been shown or was responsible for sending or receiving all of them. I certainly do not know if Michael Peterson was the person sending or receiving them. Under these circumstances, I fear that all my hard work in turning my life around and preparing for school will be negated despite the fact that I literally have no knowledge relating to the Peterson case. I would therefore most respectfully request that I can be excused from testifying in this matter. And to your knowledge, uh, did you have an attorney from NC State Student Legal Services come to Durham and deliver that affidavit to the district attorney's office? Objection, Ralph. Yes, sir, I did. And did you receive any response? I received no response from the district attorney's office. Sir, do you know anything about the death of Kathleen Peterson? I know Didley. Didley. Did Michael Peterson take that? It means nothing. I know nothing. Zip. Did Michael Peterson ever do or say anything, either on a phone or in an email? that indicated that he was not in love with Kathleen Peterson. To the contrary, in his emails, unlike most of my clients, he indicated that he had a great relationship. Most clients don't want to say anything about the relationship. He indicated he had a warm relationship with his wife, and nothing would ever destroy that. Did he ever indicate in any way that he was hiding his bisexuality? He gave no indication. As a matter of fact, the phone calls on a phone that was listed in her name. Isn't that right? That's correct. On a bill that would go to Kathleen Hunt Peterson, right? Yes, sir. And the phone calls to Fayetteville are right there, right? Yep. Did he ever say or indicate anything that there was any issue between him and Kathleen Peterson as a result of his bisexuality. Not at all. That, that's all I have. Thank you, sir. Read the rest. I'll take further questions. I would like to ask that he be allowed to be released. 
um, for Mr. Pena, and then I was going to move to publish a number of these exhibits to the jury. All right. Well,